Romancing the Dungeon is intended for mature audiences, as this show contains adult themes. Not those kind of adult themes, just sensitive stuff that some audience members may find upsetting. Content warning for specific episodes can be found in episode descriptions. To Romancing the Dungeon, a softcore D&D podcast about heroes navigating their daily lives while looking for love in a world full of peril, monsters, and heartbreakers. Are you lonely, miserable, or just plain horny? Well, you've taken the first steps to solving your problems, or at least your dating ones. Welcome to D8. Devoted, desired, dreamy or dirty, dapper dates for dejected daters. My name is Roz Grapers, founder, CEO, and love wizard. Our questionnaire continues. What did you want to be when you grew up? Um, well, I I always wanted to be a singer. Uh, ever since I was a little girl. Could you speak up, love? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I wanted, I wanted to be a singer, uh, ever since I was a little girl. Wow. (laughs) It's the morning after... The uh, attack on the Flatstam estate, and we move to the upstairs uh, of the Copper Rabbit. And Cloda, there's a crack of light just sort of breaking through some curtains, and it's kind of landing in that really annoying, like it's just on your face, and it's uh, and and you move. And as you do, you feel kind of a weight uh, in the bed beside you. <laughs> I'm just going to turn my head and uh, look at him and then just try and sneak out of the bed as quietly as possible. You turn and you see Nate. And then you see like a pile of your clothes on the floor. Nice. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> Nate says. Um, give me a stealth check. Uh, Seventeen. You've done this before, Miss Madeline. <laughs> it's my first time. <laughs> Get me out of here! <laughs> um. You kind of roll uh, onto one side uh, and then kind of continue that momentum, just kind of like as trying to be as quiet and as deftly and as soft as you can be. Nate is dead to the world. And you you were able to kind of grab your clothes, throw them on. It, it, it's kind of, it's coming back to you. There was the attack last night. They, they went to rescue Eugenia and Nana and, and Rash and... There was the party in the Copper Rabbit and you had, uh, you were so busy kind of getting drinks served and then Marilla told you just to, just let people take what they wanted and, you know, and you, you grabbed Nate and you kissed him and it, one thing kind of led to another. And as you reach for the door, looking back over your shoulder again, you see him, like he's, he's kind of pulled the blankets up. You turn the, the doorknob uh, slightly, uh, it rattles in your hand. It's, it's as if everything you're doing is trying to make... <laughs> noise and you're trying to muffle it as much as you can and you slip out of the door kind of half turning still holding the doorknob grabbing the other side of it twisting that so it just you just don't want to wake him up give me a wisdom saving throw oh jesus wow way to take a long time there internet sorry no it's fine take your time stay in character you're breaking the illusion for <laughs> 13 <laughs> Something feels, it, 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 it just, some kind of like, like, a, like feelings kind of start to bubble up 
and right now you just don't want to think about them so you, you kind of push them away and as you pull the door closed you turn and looking up at you you just hear a wee 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 oh hi uh hi Marilla uh-huh what you little beast it's doing in there um uh nothing there be nothing, not my roof. Not unmarried. Uh, no. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just messing with you. <laughs> she, just, oh she, she, grab, she grabs you by the arm and she leads you downstairs. Come on, come on. My mate's sleep. He, he just sleep. Yeah, he's dead to the world in there. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Was he snoring? Uh, yeah. I don't need to know those details. I don't <laughs> She leads you kind of down the stairs. The copper rabbit is in... An absolute state. <laughs> there are people passed out everywhere. McGucket is just kind of <laughs> sprawled over like a table. And you can just see the crack of his arse. Oh, and I, I can just, or like putting kind of like forks of things. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and Marilla kind of gives him his like, hey. And I just say, what? <laughs> My turn next. <laughs> <laughs> and I just kind of stutters and just the phone. Marilla's like, she's not even tiptoeing over people she's just walking over people and, just, <laughs> and she kind of leads you uh, into the back kitchen this is it's equally as messy because like Marilla was like I cook I cook for everybody <laughs> and she attempted to cook last night for everybody it looks like a souffle exploded uh, in here there's food stuck to the wall the ceiling it's like she used every utensil and every tray and every bowl and then I was like I'll just put it in the sink to soak I'll just put it in the sink to soak and everything has kind of half filled with like Soapy water. water, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. And she pulls out a chair. Do you, do you want me to start cleaning? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But like, no, no. No, no. Oh. So. So. How you feeling? Uh, confused. Oh. I mean, happy. Oh, okay. But confused. I just. We uh, had the talk, though, right? We. Oh, yeah, no, I, I, re- I remember. <laughs> we, we don't need to do that again. <laughs> Are you sure I still yeah, got no, the pictures? <laughs> no, please. Uh, I'm, I'm good. I just, I don't really know. There's a lot of emotions right now. It wasn't like I thought it would be. Okay. Um, I, I, it was good. Maybe we just start cleaning up. <laughs> okay, that would be great. Uh, I, you know, don't let, you know, emotions cloud all that, you know. And spare the details, please. I've, <laughs> I've seen that boys took us way too many times. And I don't need to know about it. A couple of hours pass and people start to wake up. A few people try to order it. Uh, McGucket is just fishing cutlery out of his pants. Murla tried to get like a kind of a small wine glass, like a stem, uh, kind of perched in it. It didn't and it broke. And she's like, hey, whatever. She's kind of giving you a hand to kind of clean up and kind of get things organised. Give me a roll of a d20 uh, and roll twice. A 10 and an 11. Oh, oh she also got a 10. You've, you've, you've seen the copper rabbit in some states. It's bad. This is a whole new level of chaos uh, and just disorganization. And even people are leaving and like one fella tried to walk out with a chair. He was like, no, I came here with this. I came here with this. Uh, and her head's a little foggy as the hangover kind of starts to settle in. And Marilla with a hangover is not something most want to be around. Tolerant is not a word uh, we would use for Marilla at the best of times. <clears throat> but halfway through the kind of the cleaning and your process is to just kind of stack everything in one pile and start to make that a small pile. And give me a persuasion check uh, as Ike and Jess. Oh God. Ten. You, uh, you, um, you try to kind of get, you try to create like a, a little game for Ike and Jess that, you know, who can stack it higher. And Jess starts and Ike's like, you know, no, that's stupid. We're going outside. And she takes Jess by the arm and like, Jess's like, I'm like this, 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 this jacks. Uh, and she's like, bye. And she's she, she, and we're just like, you know, like. And she's just kind of, yeah, she's now kind of on the bar and she's just got her head kind of like she's holding it and she's like, oh, the things last night. Oh, God, it's it's starting to come back to me. Oh, God. Um, Claudia, be, can you be here and 
pop to the alchemists for me and just, you know, tell them it's for one of Marilla's headaches. They'll, they'll, they'll know. Okay, something for a hangover. Got it. Uh, no, it's just one of my powerful migraines that comes on after a serious night of drinking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that that's totally different. You're a good girl, Clodagh. <laughs> and she like, takes some money from the cash box. Oh, well, we still have a cash box, don't we? <laughs> uh, let me check. Uh, you, you see Ike kind of putting a hand into it. I think I looked at She just looks up at you and she, she, she takes her touch. Like, Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. And you kind of, you take a, a little bit and you head out of the, the copper rabbit with the promise that Marilla is going to keep leaving. The... Copper Rabbit is located in Barefoot Alley in, in kind of the slums district and you're close enough to the markets that you could duck and weave through uh, some of the smaller alleyways but it's actually quite a really nice late morning early afternoon and the air is really crisp and you can just see kind of the light from the, the sun glistening off of the lake to your right. As you kind of meander down through the streets you can still just over the tops of some of the the smaller buildings here you can just see the hill where the Flatstone estate once was and there's still plume of smoke and as you are moving through all of the, the, these little back alleyways you find yourself catching glances and people are whispering and talking do I hear what they're saying? you can give me an old perception check 16 you just people saying that's you know, she's Marilla's girl she should ask her she, she, she might know she might she might know have a, a bit of a scoop on what happened above and no one, no one's going to approach you because you are Marilla's girl, and no <laughs> one's going to approach you. But they also, people are curious to know what actually happened. You know, there's there's people talking. Yeah, she's not going to feed into any rumors. The market is the market square is extremely busy. McGucket stall near the the quill, the the, the large tower in Tezrab is empty with a, a sign up on it that says "Gone fishing." Um, and somebody has kind of scratched out hangover Uh, you see a couple of other stalls and a few familiar faces and you recognise a halfling man by the name of Desi Bumblebrook who is the greengrocer or a greengrocer and he seems to be lost in conversation with uh, another figure that you recognise uh, a wood elf by the name of Alicia Haverman Alicia, Alicia sells crystals, incense and dream catchers that she makes herself the two seem to be kind of almost lost in conversation when Alicia spies you and just kind of waves you over with a Cloda good late morning how does the day find you? fine, thanks you I mean, you might, you might know a little bit more about what's, and Desi just holds up the front of the, the Quill Herald, the, the, the Tezrab newspaper, and you just see in big, bold, black letters, Flatstone Estate in Flattened State. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> that took way too long, by the way, to come up with. <laughs> oh, uh... Wow, news travels fast around here. Uh, well, the the she kind of points at the at the the big kind of the plume of smoke coming from the hill. Um. Well, I I was busy last night, so I didn't actually get to uh, hear much about what happened. All I know is that uh, there was a, a fight, and we a, a, a fight with with who? Oh. Um, you can tell us. We won't. We won't tell anybody. And Desi, uh, like Desi, holds up his fingers and they're they're crossed. <laughs> he's like, yeah, no, we won't tell anybody. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. It's not really my place to say. Um, uh, but we're fr- Clara, we're friends. And yeah. she kind of like she she shoves kind of a a crystal towards you. Oh, pretty. Uh, <laughs> um, well, from what I understand. Uh, Norris is dead. There there won't be any more uh, happenings at the Flatstone Manor. I don't think there's anyone to rebuild it. Well, there isn't really a Flatstone Manor to begin with. Do you know anything about Garthok? You know, the councilman that runs the markets and stuff like that? Is he... Um, we, we've all heard... Um, yeah, yeah, I think I think he's dead too. Uh, I, I mean, I'm not 100% sure, but that's what I heard. Oh. And, you know... 
Marilla's boy. He's he's not. Oh no! Oh no! He's fine. Oh yeah. Oh. I mean, um, I I saw him last night at the the copper rabbit while a, I was working. Give me a deception check. <laughs> Damn it! Nineteen. Ooh. Twenty-one. <laughs> now, when you say he's fine, I mean he's fine. He's fine. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> She's like profusely. Reddening. Do I detect a bit of romance? Mm, um, me? No. Oh, no. Uh, maybe? Uh, no. 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 No, she's just sweating. Like Desi, <laughs> Desi is just like, Desi doesn't. Yeah, she starts fanning herself. Yeah. No, she's just, it's just the weather. <laughs> I love him. It's off the helmet. She's first close. <laughs> oh. Me jocks are sticking to me. <laughs> and he actually he pulls the arse of his pants. Oh, uh, yeah, no. Uh, he's we're just we're we're uh, good, good friends. Oh, uh, you you can't lie to me, Clodagh. Apparently not. <laughs> or my crystals. And she holds one up, and it it, it, it is kind of going. Boom. <laughs> What's that in your other hand? <laughs> Bullshit detector. <laughs> Well, that's that's you have our word. The my lips are sealed. I won't say a word to anybody. And Jessie's like, but but like that was the whole point to talk to her. <laughs> yeah, please don't don't say anything because I'm I'm not sure how much of it is supposed to be common knowledge. Oh. I trust you guys though. Oh, and like Jessie still has his fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> you can trust us. <laughs> And the kind of, like, a customer kind of approaches Desi's stall and is like trying to haggle over onions. Alicia kind of walks back over to her stall. Nobody approaches. <laughs> Nobody ever approaches oh. Alicia's stall. And then you remember Alchemist. Oh. Uh, <laughs> and it's been a while. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm just going to walk past um, Alicia's stall and say thanks for the crystal. And then head towards the Alchemist. That was three silver pieces. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> You, you make your way kind of down one of the central streets uh, in, in Tezrab out towards the Ashgrove district. This is kind of like where like a lot of the blacksmith and masonries and stuff that would be, but they're uh, kind of hinged between two buildings. There's a, a, a really kind of skinny three-story shop. You, you've you found the alchemists. It's just called Luna's High. Uh, as you step in, a rather flighty Aracorcoran woman passes you dressed in a caftan and like swinging a, a bag over her head in delight babbling on about the, she can't wait to add it to her bruise and oh <laughs> Babsy absolutely loves this flavour Luna is just sitting behind the counter again a full cowl over her head and a little kind of snout sticking out from it Good afternoon I'm here for Marilla's usual <laughs> please the figure barely moves. They don't say anything. You're used to this. You hear a wooden drawer slide. Violently, something inside a bag shakes <laughs> and a little uh, rolled paper bag drops on the, the counter in front of you. Uh, thank you. She, she didn't tell me how much it would be. And then a little stubby hand holds up and it's five fingers. Got silver, but <laughs> <laughs> On silver, there's a thumbs up. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I just give it over to her. As you put the silver down, they they take the five silver coins and you head back out onto the streets. Give me another perception check. Sixteen. This this road that you're on, the street that you're on, leads towards the western gate, one of the entrances and exits of the city. It's quite strange. You you kind of had to almost do a double take, and you weren't quite sure if what you you saw, but a, a carriage passes you. And inside it, you see a robed figure wearing a long, furred mask, like a beak. The person who was on the front of it had, had kind of a similar mask, but kind of a stubbier kind of mouth or nose piece at the end of it. Give me a medicine check. Natural 20. Uh, yeah, it, it comes to you straight away. You had studied, a, you know, in your former life a couple of months ago. Uh, <laughs> uh, before you left home, you had been learning about healing practices and medicine across disciplines. And one of the things you encountered was a plague mask, uh, usually with poultices of herbs to ward off death and decay and even the smell. 
And as the carriage passes, a couple of soldiers uh, flank either side of it. And a few passers-by are all kind of stopping and it's, it's kind of caught all their attention. I just kind of look around at the nearest passerby and say, do you know where that's coming from? Oh, they're, they're talking about some sort of sickness out there in the West. Okay, thank you. And she's getting kind of worried now because she knows what the mask means. So she's going to head back and tell Marilla. You kind of just make a beeline, making note to avoid the market for fear of crossing Desi and Alicia again, who no doubt have other news from the day that they would bend your ear about. It's the the best, it's one of the best things and one of the worst things about being a barmaid is that everyone tells you their sorrows. <laughs> and Alicia and Desi know this. They dr- they'd frequently drink in the Copper Rabbit to try and get the goss on other people around them. And you never intentionally reveal things, but things slip out. Like, with the best of intentions, you accidentally say the wrong thing sometimes. You make kind of a just a straight line for the copper rabbit. As you venture inside, you just hear, Hup, two, three, four. Hup, two, three, four. You see kind of a small little gaggle of urchins filing around the, the copper rabbit, around Merlin's just like, oh god, <laughs> yeah. And they are cleaning. And Ike is on a table with a little stick, banging it on the table in time. And then Ike just kind of looks at you and just gives you kind of a little, fat little thumbs up. <laughs> That's so cute. <laughs> uh, what are you doing? How did you... We're playing a game. And she winks at you. <laughs> oh, and she... Because she can't wink. Uh, you, <laughs> <She's> double blink. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so the winner gets a silver piece. Do they now? They do. And where's that silver piece coming from, From Ike? the money box. <laughs> the money box that... And the person who organised this is getting two silver pieces. Oh, are they now? <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> that sounds like a very fun game. It very, does. Uh, very valuable game. Yeah. And I think I'm winning as well. Oh, really? Yeah. We'll see about that. Yeah. <laughs> How do you win? You clean up fastest. <laughs> okay. I'm going to... Is Marilla still at the bar? Oh, yeah. Marilla is just kind of like rolling her head back and forth, <laughs> trying to find a cool spot on the bar to like oh. ease her head. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm going to bring her over the bag and flop it down in front of her gently <laughs> to make no sudden movements without lifting her head her hand just starts kind of like trying to find the the <laughs> bag nudge it over towards it <laughs> oh oh praise oh god thank god okay oh Clara, you're a bastard you're my little bastard <laughs> uh and she she takes the the pouch and she just kind of gives it a big <laughs> oh yes this stuff. can you um water hot yeah please sure uh, go back and get some or boil the kettle uh, <laughs> stick the kettle on <laughs> <laughs> the kitchen is also full of children uh, oh. they're scrubbing they are washing they are drying they are stacking Jess is losing Jess is, <laughs> Jess is still holding a plate and as you kind of are trying to get hot water Jess is still holding the same plate and a dishcloth and trying to figure out where to put it um, bless him the clean ones go in the cupboard sweetie <laughs> he's looking around all the cupboards <laughs> This one here. And she opens the door, and then immediately, like kind of like a swarm, of, like, <laughs> a swarm of street kids just rush towards the cupboard and start like putting loads of plates in, like uh, crockery. And Jess is just like, <laughs> just, I just want to mean. It's okay, sweetie. I'll help. And then you just hear from the outside, Clona. <laughs> Sorry, coming. And Marilla drops the uh, the little paper bag, the contents. She opens it. She pours it straight in. There's definitely a powder, but something sinks and then it kind of bobs up and down and then it starts to break <laughs> apart. Best guess, it looks like fat that's melting in the hot water. Bottoms <laughs> up! Uh, and she she tilts her head back and she just, in one mouthful, she drinks the, the glass. Cloud of gags. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Why is the bar full of beast it's <laughs> they're, they're cleaning okay Could ike be. has assembled a team oh. and what of that little beast in upstairs oh he's still here i why wouldn't he be uh i don't know i thought maybe he'd want to go find the rest of his friends oh those beasts they'll be around they'll always they're yeah should and she kind of cringes yes you should 
Okay. <laughs> uh, she's gonna head upstairs. Okay. Wait, I'll make some breakfast first. Yeah, you you head upstairs and you approach. It's 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 your room, and you don't hear anything inside. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> she knocks awkwardly and then realizes it's her room and enters. Nate is still unconscious in bed. She's just gonna audibly clear her throat and then when she gets no response just be like good morning Nate she's gonna stamp over to his side of the bed and just like loudly drop the plate Nate Mm. I made you breakfast do you want coffee tea um uh, uh, what? Sorry. It's it's afternoon. Oh, oh, uh, oh. Uh, sort of look around the room. It, um, the room is very frilly. <laughs> what? Frilly. Frilly. Yeah. Uh, co- coffee, please. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Okay. How are you feeling? Sore. From the fight. That's <laughs> 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 what you got. Parentheses. Um, that's not what I meant, but okay. And she goes and <laughs> gets some coffee. And then, um, yeah, just brings it over to him. Uh, thank, thanks. Uh, th- thank you. Thank you for uh, the food. It's very nice. Thank you. Oh, it's It's fine. It's all I could make. There's a lot of... Ruckus downstairs, you might have heard it. <laughs> if you weren't so dead to the world. Yeah, sorry. I'll, 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 I'll get, I'll, I'll, I'll get myself together. And I'll, I'll get out of your hair. Sorry. You don't have to go. Okay. I mean, if you want. <laughs> I'll. I suppose I'll. I'll finish my breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? At the, Nate's just kind of. I'm just sitting at the end of the bed, like, watching him eat. Because <laughs> I don't know what else to do. Okay. <laughs> a, a little bit of time passes, and there's a, a knock at the door. You bastards better be doing nothing in there. I quickly jump up and, like, reef the door open. <laughs> Marilla's standing there, like, she's, she's holding the, the copper rabbit. <laughs> she did not have a glass. <laughs> you can come in if you like. <laughs> she part is right Literally. Yeah. So, you little beast, eh? coming back alive. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so what next? Uh, I suppose I'll put some clothes on. <laughs> I suppose you will. Toto goes red again. <laughs> <laughs> coming back here, making me all worried, getting me all bothered, <laughs> beast. <laughs> And she's trying her best not to cry. <laughs> she literally Marilla, pushed okay? the tears back <laughs> physically. <laughs> she <had> the tears back. <laughs> oh god! Are you okay? I just, I just got something in my eyes. And she, she turns. Clona, the kids are on about money. You promised them downstairs. Uh, <laughs> I got it into her head that the winner got two silver pieces. Well, go give them two silver pieces. I don't... Uh, okay. And she scurries out. <laughs> she shuffles herself a little bit. And then she kind of leans forward with the copper rabbit and she just kind of pokes you. Oh. Good. You're left. <laughs> Very frilly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought so too. Yeah, yeah. Bit, bit frilly. Maybe you want to go to your own room. Give the girl back her space. Yes, yes, I... I, I With yeah. clothes on, and she, she kind of turns and kind of covers her eyes. I'll, I'll also, I'll, I'll get up and I'll just wrap the sheet around my, my waist and just sort of tuck it and then just, like, look at her awkwardly picking up my clothes and I'll just, I'll just leave as I am. Oh, God. Beast. And she'll follow up kind of behind you, closing the door. Go rest. You're steady. Clumsy. Beast, little head me. Knock your block off. <laughs> and she takes a swing with the copper rabbit, but it's about like four feet wide. <laughs> mm, you can, you know, your, your room is, it's fine, it's over there. And you can 
stays. Knocks you. One, suppose. And she she moves down the end of the corridor. Love you, you bastard. <laughs> and, and, and she kind of just waddles downstairs. Clara, <laughs> you're left to wrangle the children. Marilla's headache is... It, 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 it's being dealt with, but uh, she doesn't really have the energy to, to be doing a whole pile for the rest of the day. As the evening kind of drags on, um, and, and it's quiet. The bar is very quiet. You don't see Nate for the rest of the evening. He's when you go, when you go back up to your room, he's been he's he's not there. Where's uh, my sheet? Your sheet's missing. <laughs> <laughs> your sheet's missing, and there's a tray with a plate with like you know, wow, <laughs> bacon fat and a, 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 a small little like ceramic cup with just like the dregs of a cup of coffee in it, and you kind of move it to one side, uh, and you have to redress your bed. That's kind of how things go for the next week or so. Nate more or less spends it in bed, recovering, uh, exhausted, tired. But yeah, just weary kind of from all of it. Marilla, sensing your your trepidation or even your anxiety, tries to assure you that it's, you know, it's going to be okay. That he just, he just needs a little bit of time. He almost died, for Christ's sake. Marilla's kind of starting to look a little bit better in herself even after the attack in the warehouse she's kind of getting back into her stride and seeing the place kind of devoid of stock you are summoned early uh, one saturday morning and as you arrive downstairs nate's standing there and marilla just has a list and she's kind of waving it in his face i told you for the tent tan cherry dwarf whiskey that's what they want yeah sorry yeah uh, cherry cherry dwarf whiskey yeah Clara. And she just looks past she looks she's looking past Nate. She kinda of looks at you. Take the list. Take the schmuck with you as well. Uh okay. Can I have some money? Yeah. Just time to put it on my tab. But that didn't work the last time. Oh yeah, you have to pay off those. Um, <laughs> uh she reaches for the cash box uh, and she takes out like fifty gold pieces. Okay, just whatever you get on the list for this. Are you ready to go? Yeah, yeah, yeah let's go. You're heading to kind of the, you're further into the, the warehouse district, so they're, it's kind of neighbours the slum district, and Marilla's usual suppliers and stuff like that are around. There, as you pass one warehouse, there there appears to be some sort of like investigation. You see several guards, and they're carting out a headless body. the The warehouse looks to be quite old and dilapidated, and from one far end of the street, you just see a rather pompous looking elf <laughs> giving out about like oh it's just one body like <laughs> this isn't going to affect like the 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 resale value is it uh, and kind of querying what w- regard who's just kind of rolling her eyes as Ezra Gardner the third berates her for something that isn't even her fault you make your way kind of down through this kind of crowd that's kind of gathered and there you just see a, a small little warehouse Several barrels and casks stacked out the front and boxes. Just over overhead, you just see uh, Gregor's cask kind of emblazoned on the sign, and it's 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 Marilla's usual supplier. He's kind of a uh, a crusty old man. That but, but Marilla loves him. Hi, Gregor. Fat. <laughs> I. Sorry. I have a list from Marilla. Do you have time? Yes, okay, yes. There we go. Yeah, that, 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 that's the first thing you should have led with in Clodagh. Okay. Sorry. Miss Marilla's tab is very, very, oh, so long, and and he like he just takes out a, a packet of invoices. <laughs> I'm sorry. She she told me to send some apologies, and here's fifty gold pieces. Is she unwell? Uh, no, un- not more unwell than normal. It's just so out of character for her to apologize. Uh, right. Yeah, I might have made that up. That makes more sense. And who's this? And he he, he, he gestures... Oh, oh, this is Nate. Oh, that My, Nate. <laughs> what Nate? Just, just this Nate. It's just Nate. My friend, Nate. Just Nate. Marilla's Nate. Oh, yeah, Marilla's Nate. Oh, that's the one that Alicia was saying that you very oh, much Jesus. have the... <laughs> She just like buries her head in her hands and goes like puce. So can we get this order in, or um, you know, we're not we don't really have time for it for chit chat. Claudia just looks at him horrified. Don't be so rude. I'm so sorry about that. 
I I really don't really know how to expect. I, I assumed an associate of Marilla's to be as pleasant and as loving and as caring as she is. And he, he just kind of, he snatches the, he just doesn't snatch, he snags the list uh, from you, Clora. He kind of looks it up and down. I'll just put it with the rest of the packet. Uh, and he, he just starts kind of like, and he kind of clicks his fingers and two burly lads kind of come out and just start grabbing stuff off the list and putting it into a cart. So, how, how's business? <laughs> it's good. <laughs> that That's good. She's literally doing everything she can to not talk to Nate because he's been not talking to her. As your business. Uh, fine. It's, you know, everyone's happy that Norris is dead, I guess. He was a prick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, they say not to speak ill of the dead, but... <laughs> he spits on your shoe name. <laughs> oh, my apologies. I didn't see what big feet you have. Clara blushes again. <laughs> it's okay. I just, I sort of just uh, dig my foot into the ground and then sort of wipe his spit off. Uh, so is, it, is this going to take much longer or how, how, how are we fixed? It will take time. Take the young lady for a drink or a, a whatever, whatever, whatever is you young people like to do these days. Uh, that's okay. Smoke a pipe or something. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> um, okay, look, we'll be back in, let's say, an hour. Um, oh, very generous with your time. Mm. <laughs> the folly of youth. And he starts to <laughs> rattle on about, like, oh, in his day, you wouldn't be doing that kind of stuff with your time. Uh, but yeah, you're, you're free to roam. Okay. Um, I suppose I'll I'll sort of walk ahead, sort of leading, um, and maybe after a little while, and it gets more awkward, <laughs> waiting for someone to break the silence, I sort of turn and say, um, uh, "Sorry if I am embarrassed you back there. I didn't I didn't uh, mean to." That that's okay. He he didn't seem to take it badly. I I guess he's used to Marilla. She's just kind of looking at her feet. <laughs> Are you okay? Yeah. Yeah. I just haven't seen that much of you lately and, you know, kind of missed you. Souls. <laughs> <laughs> That's my boy. Yeah. Uh, she's just going to, she's just going to like... Wherever I am, I feel that. <laughs> <laughs> the tattoo on your arse. <laughs> you go super safe. <laughs> Look, we don't have to be weird. We can just... Excuse me, sir, do you want to buy a rose for the lady? <laughs> and a, like a, a little girl just kind of walks up to you with like a bushel of like, like a bouquet of flowers. Uh, I looked uh, <laughs> to to see you. Uh, she just shakes her head. Uh, no, thank you. Smooth move, Romeo. <laughs> <laughs> she just shirks her shoulders <laughs> and kind of gives you a look. Dump him. And, uh, and she just she just struts off. Uh, <laughs> oh, <that was laughs> adorable. Um, yeah, I mean, I just. It's been a tough couple of weeks. Um, I just, I, I... Hear ye, hear ye. <laughs> <laughs> Romantic cruises of Lake Capulet. Now on sale. Special discounted offer. Get it while it's hot. Hear ye, hear ye. Cloud is just gonna... <sighs> Nate, this doesn't have to be weird. We can just go back to being friends and, you know, pretend that... Night never happened. Oh. If that's what you want. It, it did happen though. Well, it feels like it didn't. Um, I, I don't know if I necessarily go as far as say as I didn't want it to happen or, or 
look, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't know if I gave the wrong sing signals or I don't know if I wasn't talking to you because I didn't want to talk to you. I wasn't talking to you because I, um, I've just been recovering. I've just, I didn't, I, you know. Yeah. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, I, I guess, you know, with everything that happened, it was just our emotions got the better of us and we'll just chalk it up to experience and move on. <laughs> <laughs> Out of the corner of your eye, uh, Clodagh, you just see one of the burly men from Gregor's give you kind of a wave. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> we, should, we should head back. If that's what you want, then. Well, what do you want, Nate? Yeah, let's just pick up the order. <laughs> <laughs> you head back uh, to the Copper Rabbit, kind of uh, carrying the, well, wheeling the kind of the cart back. Marilla kind of, she's there and she's she's behind the counter and she's cleaning some glasses and Ike and Jess are in a corner. Ike is teaching Jess how to read. Marilla just kind of gives you both kind of a look. Her eyes kind of flitting between the both of you. I pull out uh, a bottle of that... Um Cherry dwarf whiskey, and I go to my room. <laughs> <laughs> she just, she just, Marilla's whole body just kind of like, she just sighs with all of it. Like, it's just, <sighs> shakes her head, and she goes back to just cleaning. She's not, she doesn't say anything to either of you. The the distance between the both of you, the kind of the awkwardness only grows. Uh, Cloda, one evening as you were, as you were closing up, you're covering for Nate, he has had another bottle of um, uh, <laughs> cherry dwarf. You're not my mom! <laughs> <laughs> you had hoped to get out that evening and go to a small little place down by the, the lake shore. It's where you can go to just de-stress and relax. You're you're busy out kind of serving customers all evening and just as, as time passes and you get ready to close, Marilla kind of just hops up on a stool on, across from you at the bar and then just kind of pats the, the seat beside you. We have to have a talk, early. About what? How about the shit storm of tension you and that little bastard upstairs have been running? I'm sorry. I, I tried to talk to him, but it just made things worse, I think. That's the number one rule, Clodagh. Men don't talk. <laughs> well, I know that now. You want me to ever word him? I don't even know what I want you to say. Oh, I've got a few things I'll say to that little bastard. And she puts the copper rabbit on top of the bar. <laughs> you you don't have to do that. It's it's fine. What do you want then? Do you I, love him? I don't know that. Do you like him? Not right now. <laughs> but maybe. Yeah, I guess. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, God. Why are young people so stupid? <laughs> and hey. she just starts kind of rubbing her, her, her forehead. It's simple, Clodagh. If you like him, tell him. I thought I already did. I'll go back to point one. <laughs> Men are stupid. But I kissed him first. Honey, he's upstairs kissing a bottle of whiskey right now. <laughs> Fine. I'll try talking. I mean... Kissing him again. Okay. Oh. I don't know what. Will you I get the do. book? No, please, God, no. <laughs> you, you, you don't have to kiss him. Okay. Just tell him how you feel about him. Maybe not here. Maybe the two of you go out and you have a date. So I should ask him out on a date and tell him there. God. She she hops down off the, the stool, kind of grabbing the, the copper rabbit as she does, and she just kind of gives you a little kind of pat on the back and she rubs you. Oh, sweetie. And she just walks away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Claude is just going to finish cl closing up the bar and then she'll head upstairs to Nate's room. Just give me kind of a quick investigation check. Eleven. You kind of give the kind of the 
the bar floor kind of a quick kind of glance over and then kind of the kitchen and you see that not only did he not cover his shift this evening he didn't do the stuff he'd said he'd do in the morning which was like take out all the trash and put out the empties and stuff like that so you now have to do that as you stand there kind of getting everything ready you open up the back gate to the the copper rabbit uh, leading out onto a small side street putting stuff out there to be collected and you almost collide with that Fia girl that happy little she's Nate's friend like she's the happy little elf yeah (laughs) happy little Shedekai elf and she's 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 the exact same I mean you haven't seen her in a month but nothing or or even longer but nothing has changed like literally she she spoke a mile a minute at you she she tells you about her mom you didn't even know she had one I mean you assumed she had one but she tells you as if this is something you would have been have been partial to yeah. and that she's back and that her brother's running for the council and you remember seeing some of his posters and it, she, she's erratic and she's on about it she says something about her dinner party and to tell Nate and to invite Marilla and to just get everybody there that it's happening in a couple of nights and she'll see you she'll see you at the house and she can't wait to see everybody and for everyone to, re- to meet her mom uh, you head back in and you you lock up and you you're upstairs in your room yeah, I'm just going to head over to Nate's room. Hello? <laughs> God. Can I come in? Okay. Are you dressed? Partially. <laughs> yeah, that's good enough. <laughs> just walk in. The pong out of the room. Uh, he He hasn't left it in a couple of days. Uh, there's a couple of empty bottles um, of whiskey uh, and just kind of glasses and delf kind of collecting on a small side table. I'm dressed from like it just just pants like okay and then sort of my loot strapped on. I take a swig of, of the whiskey and I put it down and I just start sort of noodling on the guitar and be like, oh, all good. Uh yeah. Uh. And she's just kind of taking in the surroundings and she's like, do I really want to have this conversation right now? <laughs> and she's just like, so, uh, I just saw Fia, um, outside. She's Fia. Uh, she found her mom. Oh, sweet. Cool. Um, yeah. And, um, she, uh, she invited us to a dinner party. To meet her in the, in a couple of days. Cool, uh, cool, cool. Yeah. Is that something you'd want to do? Yeah. Okay. I mean, she told me to invite Marilla as well, so it's not like it would be a date or anything. <laughs> um, listen, speaking of dates, I was wondering if maybe uh, you'd want to do something sometime. You know, a, a real date, maybe. With me? Y- yeah, with you. Changed your tune a bit, didn't you? Well, Marilla told me I should just tell you how I feel, so I like you, and maybe we should just try once more. Cool, cool, cool. Yep. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. You're the boss, applesauce. Oh my god. Maybe I should have this conversation There's when just you're a not banging trying. on the wall. <laughs> Shut up, I know you bitch. <laughs> I'm just saying yes. God, sick, I'm trying to get my bee to sleep. <laughs> you both have the night off tomorrow and I just piss off the bed. <laughs> okay, so tomorrow then? I'll meet you at the docks. Good night, Nate. You, you go to bed occasionally you hear the odd kind of like note plucked uh, on a string there's a banging on your wall that you're blissfully <laughs> ignoring uh nate uh, but the the bar falls silent and the the living quarters upstairs grows quiet too the night goes by it's the the following day and marilla sends you out to clona to get a few things she's you've told her about the 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 dinner party you've reminded uh nate about your date later on this evening on the docks to to meet there and you're gonna go on a date whatever that is <laughs> uh she sends you out to um nina's ironsmiths she's got um she's kind of got it into her head that she's gonna do some sewing 
the day is fairly uneventful. You, after telling, reminding Nate and getting a grunt through the door, you you don't really see him later in the evening as you kind of get dressed. What are you wearing? She's just going to wear like a simple purple summer dress and maybe twist some flowers into her antlers. You head down to the docks. You told Nate you were going to meet him there, not that you were to go there together. Mm-hmm. You find yourself standing there for a couple of minutes. And uh, at one stage, you thought you saw somebody uh, come by that looked like him, uh, but it wasn't. The air starts to get a bit colder. The dress you're wearing wouldn't be particularly appropriate for the season that you're in because it's, it's kind of late autumn, kind of coming into the winter months. And with little to no kind of cloud cover, it just gets cold very quickly. And then a wind kind of picks up and you feel it kind of cut through you a small bit. And that's kind of the thing that is kind of getting to you the most is that you kind of feel like you can feel time passing. And what was five minutes became 15, became an hour. And you can literally just see across the the surface of Lake Capulet, just the moon and and it's and as it's rising, you can, it's just kind of a reflection. And Nathaniel doesn't show up. That's it for this week's episode. You were listening to Amber as Hephaestus, Sam as Nathaniel Obsidian McKnight, Louise as Fia, James as Kyle, and special guest Eilish as Cloda Metamoon. A big thank you, as always, to Ghost of Red Mountain for our amazing theme song, Haunted. Make sure you check out their YouTube channel. I'm Declan, your Dungeon Master. We're back in two weeks for another episode. Until then, why not check out our Discord server, D8 Dungeon? You can back the show for some sweet rewards on Patreon. Leave us a heartfelt review wherever you listen to your podcasts, or tweet us your thoughts and emotions at D8 Dungeon. Beats the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> no, please, <laughs> <not> here. <laughs>